Rogers took away. That's what this gets your money's worth. Now, that was Sunday show presented you by the Birdsaw Law Firm. Before we get into the show, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. This podcast is presented by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk, located in 918 Poitier Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504-523-5413. If you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk, joined with Lido. Uh, before we get in the show, happy Father's Day, especially to you, Lido. Um, especially to Jarrett as well and Ross and all the other fathers out there watching this show right now. Um, man, it's been a week. (laughs) I mean, oh oh my God, it's just nonstop. Um, let's like it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a, uh, it's been a crazy week, man. Um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of rumors, <clears throat> a lot of headlines, a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of a lot of upcoming draft stuff, a lot of a lot of moves made. Well, not a lot, but a couple moves made. Uh, in, well, yeah. In the, uh, There's hold up. There's been a lot of movement, but the I, I guess we got to talk about this again. But you know, Windhorse comes out today and says that basically that Zion's relationship. Is I'm sorry, the headline is Zion Williamson has no relationship with Pelicans amid trade rumors. Um, yeah, Lito, I it's always uh, we're trying, I'm trying here, right? I'm trying to back Zion and and you know, think of the player and like just think about what he does on the court, but man, you, you just keep hearing all these rumors, uh, where there's smoke, there's fire, and we've heard a couple things here and there. Uh, but is this a major concern? Where you hear Brian, and this isn't like you know, like this is Brian Windhorse. So he, he he knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. Is this a major concern? Uh, for me, no. Um, no. I, I really, I really don't think that it matter. It matters at all. I I don't care if. Now I said this multiple times. I don't care if guys are friends. I don't care if they like each other. I just want them to get on the court and and be successful and have a relationship there. Like if they're not hanging out outside the building. I, I don't give a shit. I, I don't. I don't care. Like they, they can, they cannot be friends. They can, not. They cannot even like each other. I, matter of fact, matter of fact, I think the whole family thing, the fa- whole family aspect. I think that shit is lame. Like you don't have to lie to me. They cannot like each other. I, I don't. I, I've seen multiple players win championships who were not friends. I mean, it's a good point. I. You're right. They don't have to be best. Of it. Me and five talk about this all the time. They don't have to be best friends. I don't expect no, to be best friends. They don't even have to be friends. Yeah, you don't have to be friends. You just have to respect each other. Now, mm-hmm. that's another story. Now, do you think the players... This is a tough question to answer here, but do you think that players respect Zion? I do think they respect him. You do? I do think they respect him. You you, you can see video of uh, Jose uh, sitting on the bench, and he's like, we... you know, I think Brandon was out, and he was like, we're going to be all right because we got this guy pointing to Zion. And you know, you you see, uh, I think it was Zion's first game back in uh, Brooklyn, and Trey was leading the cheers. Larry Nance is yeah. multiple times. Larry Nance was behind him in the twenty nine games that he played. Like he was, he was kind of propping him up. Like you know, this guy's the man. Um, you know, you see CJ in the some of the post games after the game. You know when when the the reporters are going to Zion and 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 they're they're you know they're doing their their camaraderie thing. Yeah, I think I think you respect you got first of all you gotta respect his talent. It's that's it's, when he's playing, everyone likes him. Like yeah, of course you like him. Everybody likes him because he's that ridiculously good. But yeah. he's rarely playing, and that's not a shot on him. It's well, just I mean, a that's fact. The, that's the it's issue. Just a fact. Yeah, that's the issue. The he, his his time on the court or lack thereof is is the issue. But yeah. but as far as like respect, is is not many guys in the league who can do what he does. You you got no choice but to respect him. It's very few. And when he plays, and like one of my friends always says, winning cures all. Well, when you're winning, everything's fine. Yeah. You know, when we were on that stretch there late in December. I mean, when he was you know rattling off 29, 30, 35, 40, and just taking over games, everybody yeah. liked him. Um so I mean I I, I tend to agree with you, but you know, he's had a rough month um, with all this stuff. I mean, it's got to be weighing on him. It's got to be. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just it's it's been it's just been mess. Uh, I wouldn't if I'm him. Side chicks go do what side chicks do. They go tweet and tell your business. And um, I think he's got to pick smarter. Uh, uh, I'm not talking. About, I'm not. I'm talking about the baby mom. I'm talking about literally the girl Mariah. Like you just got to pick smarter. You, you got to get. The, you got to get them NDAs rolling out. Like it, have it's you no blocked way. her yet or no? Man, I haven't blocked her. Man, really? it's, it's uh well like. Dog, at this point, it's funny to me. Like she, she basically is windhorse talking about trade rumors, and she's like breaking down, uh, <laughs> she's breaking down the film. Shit, <laughs> like I, I can't block. Like I want to block it, but it's just so. It's funny. pure entertainment. It's just pure entertainment. Um. Yeah. All right, so get on the next segment. We talked about this, and I, listen, I, we we've been hard on David Griffin. Um but he promised changes, right? And so it started with Borrego. He brought in Borrego. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, did not start Borrego. Sorry with Nelson. He got Nelson out, got Borrego in. Then a couple days ago, kind of all hell broke loose. Um, Zion Williamson, Gail Benson, and David Griffin were meeting in the Saints building. Um and that started this huge shitstorm of like, what are they meeting about? Well, what they were they they were trying to privately meet to tell Zion that they were going to let go of Teaspoon. Um, so that whole thing happened. No one really knew what was going on. Then the Teaspoon news came out. Were you surprised by the Teaspoon news? I was. I was. I didn't. I didn't see that move coming. Um, I, I thought that was a that was definitely out of left field. Um, you know. I, I'm. I don't know the the. I don't know the, the logic behind it. Um, you know, not much has been. You know, you know, the Griff kind of runs a tight lip, tight lipped organization, so you don't really get a lot of. Uh, you don't really get a lot of uh, insight into what's happening unless Griff says so. Right. Um, I thought it was an interesting move, just because with everything swirling around Zion, everybody knows Spoon is, is Zion's like. Spoon Spoon and Zion's like that. That's its um, that. That's his shoulder person. To, yeah. Shoulder to cry on, that's maybe. His, I mean, yeah. That's she. I mean, he talks about right. He talks sure. about how he really struggled. You know, that year they was out and Teaspoon was there for you know. The, I think that what our article came out in one of those big magazines. But anyways, the article came out and Teaspoon was always there for Zion and really helped him mentally uh yeah. kind of get back to who he was um yeah. and so that's a tough move for griff right because you got your franchise player in zion williamson and then you let go basically of um a person he really trusted what what spoons what was spoons position like what, what was her <clears throat> she had she had definitely some type of title player development which is something we need to dive into because listen like it's no shot no knock a teaspoon but like no one Zion didn't really develop. I mean, he didn't have. I mean, he really went on the court. But has, in your opinion, Lita, has has Zion developed anything since he's been here? It's hard to develop when you can't play. It's hard to it's hard to develop when you can't spend your your ten thousand hours on on the floor, uh, perfecting your craft. So, um, in in my opinion, <laughs> bro, like we going into year five. Um, it's a, it's still a lot about Zion. I don't know. I don't know. And to answer your question, is hey, has he developed? I don't I don't know because I to be honest, I don't know what he came in with. I don't know what the what the baseline is. I mean, I, we all know he's he's uh, athletic, and he's a great passer. Um, you know, I would like to see him. With a little bit more footwork around in a, in a post, um, when he does post, um, maybe maybe going right sometimes instead of you know spinning back to his left shoulder. So I'd love to see if like just a mid range. Oh, just you know die what? For a mid range, but game. wait, die. even more than that, just a pump fake. Yeah, an up and under something. I mean, you got Billy. Like I, I said this all the time. You got listen. I'm not saying Billy's like incredible, but Billy Hernan Gomez is MVP, one of the more talented MVP. centers. MVP is MVP. I'm sorry. Right. I apologize. Please. Dare me. But he, 
you can at least admit this, Lito, is that Billy Hernan Gomez has incredible footwork, like around he the does. rim, good touch. Yogis. Up and unders. Yeah, like he 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 goes off something. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking like, how does Zion and I'm not saying he's got you know develop all these post moves like Billy's got, but like that's a perfect guy to go to and be like, hey, can I work with you here? Can I what can I learn? What can I get better at? Now, could you imagine Zion if you develop a 15, 17 foot jumper? And we've seen it a couple times uh last season. I think he had like yeah, he a shot a couple fadeaways. Like a baseline fadeaway. I'm like, oh God, if he gets this, yeah. it's it's over. Uh so, anyways, Weatherspoon joined the organization as a player development coach, development coach in 2019, and then got promoted to assistant coach. The big thing about this, though, Lito, is that this was not a Willie Green hire. hire. So I think Schmidt had tweeted uh, a couple of days ago, but Schmidt said that Willie Green's finally getting to choose his staff. And so yeah. I think that Griff and Willie are now finally working together on who he wants <clears throat> on the bench, which I think is – no, I don't think. I know it is very important, especially for a young coach, to have guys, if you look down, that you trust. And yeah. that you know, and that's huge for Willie Green. And I'm glad he's got Borrego now. Teaspoon's out. Casey Hill's been demoted, and now he's starting to get his guys in. I, I am. <clears throat> I'm sad to see Spoon go. For I, sure. I hate for anybody for sure. to lose a paycheck. But if I, if there's any if there's a silver lining in the in the whole situation, it probably would be that I'm excited to see that Willie gets to choose who he wants to sit on his bench. Um, <clears throat> it's exciting uh, seeing that Willie Green is is getting some autonomy uh, in 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 you know year we year this is year three for Willie year three baby. Year three <laughs> I mean, I feel, it felt like three years in one season last year, as Christian Clark yeah. said. <laughs> I mean, three. listen, man, that's why I said I you know I've been I've been I've been tough on Willie, but as I've said in a couple pods, you kind of got to cut him some slack because. Yo, you got 29 games and you got 40, however many games, and you got 25 points and 27 points. And if those guys aren't playing, like what scheme do you run? What 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 offense are are, are you are you planning to run out there? Like you 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 don't know. And I think I mean as frustrating as it is for us, like imagine trying to coach that shit. It's hard, man. Like it's really hard. And here's the thing. I, I think Willie Green's actually a good coach. I, 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 he's got some things that he needs to be better at. Uh, timeout management. I think so, some, some, some certain situations with adjustments, things like that. But that those things can be fixed. Also, those things are also fixed with a good coaching staff. Like let's call a spade a spade, man. The coaching staff was not good last year. They, they just weren't good. I mean, like, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, time in and time out, you just see them getting out coached, and. They're now bringing in a former head coach in Borrego in the Hornets, and he specializes in X's and O's. What a lot of people don't know is that when he was under Pop in San Antonio, when he had Ginobili, um, Ginobili Parker, and Duncan, that team, he was actually the the defensive coordinator for that team. That's crazy. So um, I actually got to spend time with him a couple of days ago. So he's a good guy. Uh, we got to talk about the Spurs and then talk about the Hornets, and then we're talking about Pelicans. Says so excited. So. Uh, I'm excited to see what he um, see what he can do uh, for this offense. It can't be any worse than it was last year. It cannot be. Um, <laughs> and so, what are your what are your thoughts so far on um, Griffin this offseason? Because you talked about you wanted to, we talk about this all the time. You said top to bottom changes. That's what, what that's what he that's what he said. And I, and I'm I'm just you know what I'm saying. Listen, if you if you go on, if you go on record, you make a statement about you know what you want to do or what you're leaning yeah. towards. As as people in the media, we gotta hold you accountable to that. And I mean, he he has made some really tough decisions this offseason. And um I like I, I I'll give Griff this. If Griff if Griff makes a decision and he does not like said decision, he will quickly rectify um that decision. So you got you gotta give hats off to him on, on that. Obviously, you know, he saw something in Teaspoon that you know he he he, he I don't know. Something wasn't working. He wanted to give Willie his own shot. Maybe Willie has somebody he wants to he wants to bring it in, into that role. And um, yeah, I mean, so now Willie has Collins, Borrego, and I guess this unnamed person so, who probably will fill Teaspoon's spot. We got Vincent. Casey's been dem- or, or is 
You think he's been demoted? Um, from what I hear, he's demoted. Demoted. We think. still on the staff. In still what capacity? Staff. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we, I don't know. He's he's definitely. Here's the thing: the reason why he's demoted. The reason why he's demoted is because he's not the offensive coordinator anymore. Because that's what Borrego's here for. So well, like, he's he? clearly demoted. Exactly. Like, what is he? I I don't know. He he hasn't been fired. I, I can tell you that. That's so weird. It's, it's it's interesting. Um, I think another. Another guy that we like is Corey Brewer. I'm glad that he's yeah, staying yeah, as well. And yeah. I think that him and Willie have a good relationship. So that's a good he's he's a player development development guy. And then he's also really close with Trey and Zion. So, you know, I, I think that's a good um a good guy to have on your staff. I um I like Brew. I think Brew Brew does a lot. Brew has experience um as a as a one of the best college you know, being on one of the best college teams yeah. of all time, being a being a solid role playing the NBA for a long time, um, fifty point game score, um, just just a just a guy who's gonna give maximum effort, play defense, hit open shots. Um, I think Herb could learn a lot from just the role that yeah. Corey Brewer played yeah. in the NBA. Uh, that that's something to look forward to. I think everybody on the staff, even superstar or not, can look at Corey Brewer as a, as a light to, you know, lead you to being a better player. Uh, yeah. Play the game the right way. Play the game the right way. Um, I, you know, I, I'm I'm curious to see what else Griff is gonna do. Well, I wanted to ask you this. Um, yeah. Do you? How do you think the players are going to react to the teaspoon firing? And like, did you think it was weird? I guess the two part question. One, did you did you think it was the right move that they brought in Zion to the facility to tell him that they were letting go of teaspoon? And two, how do you think the other players like Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, I think Najee might have been close with her, uh, maybe even you know those guys. How do you think they're going to react, and, and, and will this affect them as well? I think that. Being as though that was Zion's quote unquote right hand man, uh, you know, every time you know you talking to anybody at, at the facility, like he's working out with her, he's getting extra working with her. I think if that's a superstar of your team, it's probably the right move to explain to him your decision, um, and do it in a face to face way. It was it was a very mature, you know, move. I feel like when you're doing an aspect of Zion has any questions, if he has anything he wants to get off his chest, I think. You know, y'all are face to face. You don't have to. You don't have to communicate through the media. You don't have to communicate through agents or family. I'm talking to you as a man. You give me your your spill. I tell you why I did what I did, and we can talk about it. If you have any problems, we can kind of figure that out. As far as the other guys, you know, I'm I'm sure they do feel some sort of way, but at the end of the day, this is a business, and you know, I think Griff is responsible for the whole of the organization and he can't again we don't know why the move was made but it had to be something can we look at a little bit of the timeline right so sure we know him and zion and nelson do not like each other okay and yeah. so that created yeah. a rift i'm not who knows what the teaspoon situation she obviously helped him out a lot um during the, the year he broke his foot but also, like he just hasn't been available, and that's not Teaspoon's fault, but but still, like I feel like they're getting out all the Stan Van Gundy people and like Alvin Gentry people and bringing in Willie's guys. I I really feel like I feel like Willie has a lot of say in this, and that's usually not Griffin's um, way. Like it's usually you know that's why Griffin won President of Basketball Operations to make all the decisions. I feel like now he's kind of working with Willie. Do do you feel that as well? Because when he fired Stan Van Gundy, he kept the whole state, kept everything the same. You, you know, Nelson had his rift with Gentry, fired Gentry. Nelson has rift with Stan Van Gundy, fired Stan Van Gundy. You can now, look at any relationship with president of the team. You can look at any re- re- reser- re- re- <laughs> relationship. <laughs> President of the team. Yo, listen. A long night, brother. Hey, where yeah, can we Velvet Cat? By the way, we're recording this on Friday night. We we're gonna we are going to enjoy our Father's Day. So this listen, is us enjoying. If it. you if you get your go get, go to the Velvet Cactus, get the 32 ounce double. <laughs> Yo, the 32 ounce double's hitting you right now, huh? It's crazy, man. But any um any front office person in power, whether that be a general manager, the president. 
if you don't have a good relationship with your coach, I don't see it working. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And I, I, I don't know. I just feel like Griff is always a pleaser. He had to do, you know, I feel like now he's like, no, this is like a business. I'm gonna make decisions that's best for the organization. I, that's how I feel. I, I, and I I applaud him for it because because guess what, man? He's got a fucking ridiculous decision to make in these next couple of days. A re- like you're hearing the Zion rumors. Now you're hearing the Brandon rumors. The Charlotte allegedly offered Brandon for Brandon. The Pelicans turned him down. Now it's up to the Hornets to re-offer the Pelicans. Is Zion gonna go to Portland? Is he gonna go to Charlotte? There are a lot of things happening here, Leo. Do you, do you think that is this all just smoke and mirrors? And I think it, I think it's what a little bit of smoke and mirrors. I mean, especially because you got you got the you got the Hornets kind of leaking. They leaking they leaking draft workout info. They leaking you know what it would take for them to move up in the draft. Then the day you see that they don't want Zion, they want they want Brandon. Um, seems like a lot of seems like a lot of this has been Charlotte's uh, leaking information, and not so much on the Hornets side. I mean, Hornet, good God, not so much on the Pelican side. It's the Pelican, Pelican, <laughs> just out to <laughs> uh, Not so much on the not so much on the Pelican side. Really, haven't heard the Pelican say anything. Like that's I smart. Tell you what, and that's yeah, smart. No, for sure. But if I'm Griff, I'm definitely listening to calls. Yo, look, I, I say this all the time. I don't have a as a, as a fan of the team, I'm a fan of the team. I don't have player loyalty. I don't. I'm sorry. Like I, I'm, I understand people's perspectives and stand accounts and all that other good shit. I'm not. I'm not a yo. Like whatever is in the best interest of the team, I want the team to do. What do you think is the best interest in the team? I think the best interest of the team is to if you can if you can move down in the draft. I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't. I think Scoot is off the table. Um, I don't know if you can get school without moving Brandon to Zion. And I don't think that, you know, I would love to have school, but I don't, at this point, I'm not ready to get rid of Brandon or Zion. Um, I think that you give them this year. And if, you know, it got, all goes downhill, you don't have, you can't blame them, blame it on the training staff. You can't blame it on Teaspoon. You can't blame it on Willie. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is all on, this is on you. Right. And, and then after that, you got to make a decision. Um, if it doesn't work this season, you look at Zion. He's at he's got four more years after this one, and you know I think you Brandon, just you don't really. I'm listening to Woj today. Like teams rarely trade out of the second or third picks of the NBA draft, and then also Zion's first year of his contract extension is starting now. Right. So why would you trade him then? Either way, but but dude, like who else? Someone. Um, it might have been uh, it might have been Greenberg or Greeny might have brought it up and said, um, you know, if Zion or uh, maybe it's Windhorse. I'm sorry, if Zion gets hurt again, I mean, his stock goes all the way down. Who who knows? Who who who? Bro, like, I don't know. I feel like that's some that's that's very hard to say because. You you can't tell me team yo. I just gotta see him play, bro. I, I it's so crazy we're saying this again. It really is. I just gotta see him play. But see, that's why I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it because you're just not expecting it. it. So if you're not expecting, okay. So then, as like, if you're not expecting him to play, then then trade him. No, 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 no. I'm expecting him to play. I have to expect him to play because what else are we doing this for, right? I gotta give him the listen. This is year five, first year of. His max extension, yeah. right? Post rookie deal. I gotta give him the benefit of, of the doubt this year. After this year, for me, it's all cards off the table. I'm good. I know. I know what needs to be done if this shit does not work. Because again, you can't blame it on. Can't blame it on. Aaron what if Nelson. it's too late? Because as Chaz and Schmidt pointed out, this is. And I'm not advocating for Brandon to be traded. I'm just saying this is the best time to trade Brandon Ingram, and it's probably the safest bet to trade Zion Williamson, considering if he does get injured again, you are severely fucked. But if he goes off, you're, you're, it, man, it's like gambling. It's, it's literally like poker. It's like blackjack. It's, you know, it's, you don't know. It's a gamble. Um, and so you gotta I think put your, you got to put your parlays in on Zion. <sighs> so you're all in on Zion. Cause there's a lot of people that are all out on Zion. Man, I, I, 
Yo, listen, the last time I saw him play in Philly, he he had 27 points, I think, at the half. We were going to win that game, too. We were on the way back. Like, it was no – bro, Joel Embiid was not – he was getting out that man way on the way to the room. This big-ass human being was just like, nah, I don't want no parts of that. Like, <clears throat> you got to give him this year. Again, after this year, if it don't work, Yo, like you, y'all. What decide. is what is if it do, if it don't work? Is that mean that he doesn't stay healthy, or does he have a bad year? What, what, I mean, what is, if he doesn't work, it's no way what? he has a bad year. <laughs> he can't have a bad year. He, the <laughs> motherfucker will roll out his bed and give you thirty. Like it's, like, it's it's no it's no it's no way he can have a bad year. It's just the health thing. And if we're going into year five, and and and, and you so listen in in prior off seasons. He he was cleared before the season ended, right? Like the exit. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in clear. shape. He was in shape, right? All right. So for me, it's a little bit shape, different. Yeah. It was a little bit different heading into the season, and because prior seasons he was hurt, he was rehabbing in the in the summer, so he probably couldn't do much to add to his game. This this summer for me, <clears throat> it's kind of like, yo, you he every time I see him, he he looking slim and trim. He looking in shape. He he looked like he ready to hoop. So for me, this summer is the summer to add to your game. You know, come back with something, come back with a little bit more of your back, and just just stay healthy. Because <clears throat> I know people don't like to hear the Joel and B shit, and and I feel you. But let me take it to the Blake Griffin side of it. You not gonna be able to dunk on everybody for the rest of your life. Just it's just the way. Listen, an old guy told me one time, yo, you only got so many jumps in your knees. Your, your knees only got so many jumps. You don't know what that number is. It's better mm. to add on to your game right now, right? That way you can extend your career in other ways. You can still be a devastating player on a, you know what I'm saying, in, in, the, in the paint without having to, having to play above the rim because that's the thing. And the other thing too is all that weight on your knees Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm not even really shitting on Zion because again he looks like he's in shape, but the thing is is just just keeping it off throughout the entire process of the 82 game season. So I mean, and, and in that and and listen, this is the other thing. And, and Brandon, you got a guy. This is why I say it's hard to trade Brandon because you got a guy who is going to come in. Brandon working out right now. Yo, I remember That's we was thing in, with Brandon. Yeah, I remember we was in Vegas. I've never mm-hmm. said this publicly. We was in Vegas and mm-hmm. we were talking, we were talking to, I'm not going to say anybody's name, but we were talking to somebody and they were just kind of like, yo, I got a dip. Brandon wants to work out. It was four in the morning. <laughs> Brandon wanted to shoot. He wanted to go through a shooting routine at four in the morning in Vegas. Yo, like it's hard to, it's hard to get rid of that. That guy, the, the the dude who go come to work every day, you know what I'm saying? And, and and this is the thing. Life is not fair, but how do you penalize Brandon for being mm. the the cornerstone of leading your team to the postseason two times in a row? You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand the salary cap shit. I get all of that. But sometimes it's, it's about chemistry and it's about, like, feel. So you say the guys don't like Zion. I know for damn sure they like Brandon. Completely agree. I, I couldn't have said it any better. I, I that's why I even I even I texted you in five. I said like math. The math makes sense, right? The idea is to trade Brandon. It would be a, a smart business move, business mm-hmm. move. But I think of Brandon and what everything you said is. I know he busts. Like I see it every day. He's the last one in the gym every single day. I mean, he's yep. in full sweat while everyone else is gone. Him and Trey Murphy are busting their ass after two hour practice. And that's all you hear about him. He does love the game. The only knock on him is, I guess, his pain tolerance, right? And so I was talking with Five the other day. And he makes a great point. It's like, we he was, Brandon <clears throat> went through a near-death experience with blood clots. Blood Absolutely. clots is not something to mess around with. Um, and that is, I'm sure, would he have it at Lido? His age, what, Shoulder. 21? Yeah, 20? yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? he was, yeah. He's a kid. He's, yeah. You know, like at 20. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so I think that that takes a toll on you mentally. Listen, I, from speaking of experience, I had a near life death experience at 18. I had to have immediate heart surgery. And that plagued me 
for 10 years. I couldn't even, I, I couldn't enjoy things. Uh, I had a lot of anxiety. There are a lot of normal things that would give me anxiety because I was always thinking about my heart. Um, and so when Brandon gets hurt, he takes a little bit more time is what I'm trying to get at because he's trying to trust his body, listen to his body, take his time. And when Jared said that, I said, damn, that, that does make a lot of sense. Now, is that his only knock? If that's his only knock, could that be changed? I think so. I think I mean, he could play through it. I mean, and and again, I don't know if it's his pain tolerance for what I from what I heard. But he that's the only trust. thing everyone complains about is his, is that's the only thing. No one complains about his play. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I don't know if it's necessarily his pain tolerance. I think he's in a position where he didn't trust Nelson either. Right. I'm, so. I mean, I'm just saying he has his own team. He listens to himself. Like that's just. I understand. And somebody who also had a couple near death experiences. Yo, like, listen, bro. Like, when you, when you, when you had the game, or when you've had the game almost taken away from you, you view it differently. I'm not in a rush to. Not that I'm not in a rush to get back on the court, but I'm not trying to do additional harm to my body. You know, like you listen to. Your body, your body tells you how it feels. You listen to it. No other outside entity can tell you anything about your body. Like I don't really. That, that's that. That's the reason why the whole time I was just saying, like, if Brandon's saying he hurt, bro, he hurt. He's hurt. Like, and like I know it's a toe compared to a blood clot, but like still, like I, I just, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting point of view that Jared had that I never really thought about. Uh, I think even someone in the comments a couple of days ago said it's something about like blood clots and stuff like that. And like you just kind of forget about that because. He never really talks about it, and no one really talks about it, you know, ever since it happened, right? That was his main thing, like, when we were trading for him was the blood clot thing. The crazy um, thing is that man couldn't play basketball that whole summer and came in on fire. I, that's why I'm like, man, I don't – like, I think about, man, like, Brandon's been through everything down here. I'm like, you just – I just you, you know what Brandon him? is? Like, you know what Brandon is? Brandon is the culture. You know, he's not like, and he's not this like, you know, vocal guy. He keeps himself. You never really hear from him. Um, He just works his ass off. And like, kind of reminds me a little bit of Drew, like how Drew acted. Brandon is the culture. Brandon is the culture. Brandon is the glue guy. You see him, yo, guys working out. They posted on their IG. First person who commented is Brandon. Brandon is the culture. Brandon is the guy you have to. He acquiesces himself. So then, how could you trade that away? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That that's and that's why I don't understand either. And like that's why I'm like I, I don't think I could let him go. Now you know Bro, I don't, I, I don't want his contract looks like. I don't, don't want to trade him. I don't want to see him go. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I, you know, twenty five years that, old, bro. He twenty five. Listen, I understand Zion's a better player. I like he just is. Okay, I don't want to tell you, but like, man, I I really like would miss Brandon if they traded him for sure. I really would. And I think that it would, I'm interested in like the message you send to everybody, right. To a guy that, you know, came in here, worked his ass off after a near life death experience has gone through, you know, three coaches, you know, two medical staffs, a million assistant coaches, all this drama. And you never hear a P from him. You never hear a word from him. Never hear him complain. You know, he took some time to get back from a toe injury. It's filthy. He he just go come home. He just go come out and he go ball. And this year you go see him playing summer basket, summer fever basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, man, shout out to Brandon because again, we had we did the show already. But to me, that that's showing you fully healthy. That's showing you yeah. you got you not you you yeah. not playing yourself in the shape going into the season. That's showing you not worrying about the yeah. toe. None of that shit. None of the the fingers, the wrists. What do you think the message is sent if Brandon's traded? Say that again. What do you think the message, like, would if if Brandon gets traded, right? What would your thoughts be? Like, what would? I guess I'm saying, like, what do you? How do you think honest, the players would react? How I think do you think you the, lose the locker room? Honestly, I think you lose you lose the locker room. I think you you lose the locker room. I've seen Brandon play big, bro. Brandon showed up to Jose. Alvarado signing a contract with a, with a, with a fucking Polaroid camera. Like he, he was, he was, he was literally, I've never seen anybody do that before. Show up to somebody's contract signing with, a, not only show up with something, just show up. People don't, people don't show up to that. Like you sign that on your own time with the front office. Um, 
I feel like I feel like if you lose Brandon, you lose the locker room. I feel like it's mm. a lot of weight on Brandon's shoulders, but I think Brandon is like the big brother of everybody on the team. And and you know, you heard Trey Murphy, you've heard Trey Murphy say that Brandon is his idol, patterned his game after him. And they're not even that far apart in age. So um, you know, you 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 I mean, I don't know. You know, I, Griff probably knows better than me, um, but I don't know how you do it. I just don't know how you I, do it. I couldn't agree with you more, man. I think if they trade him, they're going to lose the locker room. Because I, I, I'm still having a hard time thinking, like, if they really lose Brandon for Scoot, like, I kind of, I've told, like, I would be fucking pissed. I really would. And I know it makes, listen, I've, I've read the Schmidt articles. He does a great job. I've read, and listen to Chaz, and he does a good job. And like, I get it, I get it, I do, but I can't get over the fact that you would basically be choosing Zion over Brandon, in which Zion has not proved a single thing since being here. Like, it's just a fact. He's played what 104 games, 105 games in four years, and then you look at Brandon, and you're like, I'm shipping that guy out, and he's about to represent our franchise, our city on the international stage. And he's, you know, he's, he's been busting his ass and says, usually says all the right things. Like yeah. that's, t- that's, that's a tough pill for me to swallow. Yeah, it really man. It's, it's, um, it, it, it's not, it, for me, it's not ideal. And I really feel like as much as I want scoop, I don't know if I could lose, I can't lose Brandon. Um, I mean, you heard JJ Redick, man. I mean, this is JJ. Redick. He played with him. Two years ago, three years ago, said he's entering his prime. There's no, there's no doubt he's committed to the game. I don't even think he's entering his prime yet. I mean, fuck. I mean, I'm, I'm JJ would know know more about professional sports than I. I don't. I just don't feel like he's entering his prime. Which is I, crazy. I, I, I feel like tw- 27, 28, I think that I think that's his sweet spot of his prime. And and then the relationship that he and Willie have, like we talked about this, Lito, but like. It's not like they were just randomly in Denver, like, hey, you want to go game five tonight? No, they planned that. I love All three that. of them did. I love that. That's another thing. Him and Herb are close too. So, like, I don't know, man. I, I think it's I think it's a bad move. I really do think it's a bad move to trade Brandon for Scoot. So you trade Zion? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's fucking crazy. I wouldn't trade either of them. Because I, you know what, I gotta see Zion, and I know he doesn't play. Blah, blah blah. I know, but fuck, when he plays, he's so good, and he's a winning player. And I know him and Brandon can work. Now, would I like to see the roster a little bit fine tuned? Yes, I need a shooter. That guy's name is Jordan Hawkins. Mm. I might need a defensive center and or maybe a stretch big. That would be kind of nice. But also, like, kind of like JV. But the bench has to be restored. And this is not a knock at Najee or Dyson or Kyra. Well, this is definitely a knock on Garrett Temple. I we we can't be we can't be wasting Retire. roster. We, we cannot be wasting roster spots. We need NBA players. Jose Alvarado will be the backup point guard. That's fine. Retire. <laughs> I just called time. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing so good, and then you—I just saw you just signal a timeout. It's the Jimmy Butler. <laughs> so, whatever you said, whatever you told him to wear a suit. Uh, <laughs> in the middle of the year, they got to get a shooter, man. They got to. I'm you got four you, roster spots. You got four roster spots. You got to get. Listen, uh, it sucks. You got to get rid of Kyra. You got to get rid of Temple. You got to get rid of Jackson. You got to get rid of Billy Hernan Gomez. I actually would keep Najee Marshall, and then you got to fill it with with guys that can that can guard multiple positions and then that can shoot. I got some bad news for you. Jackson Hayes is coming back. Najee, if Najee is the 13th man on a roster, I I feel I feel I'd be okay. I like Najee's a perfect regular season player. He's the guy like on a back-to-back and it's like Tuesday, Wednesday, middle of the week, like he'll come in and give you like 20 minutes, like very productive minutes because he's Yo, like just full listen, of energy. I'm not trying to shit on Najee plays hard. He gives us all you need you need those type of guys and tell plays defense. Mm-hmm. He comes in, he he makes a pass from half court and he celebrates at half court. Like I like his energy. I have yeah. nothing bad to say about Najee Marshall. I just feel like I think sometimes we put him in positions where Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. Wasn't his best to succeed. You know, like we didn't, we didn't give him everything he could have used to succeed. And, and, and that's, that's not fair. Did you just hiccup? Yeah, man, it's fucking margaritas. Bro. Velvet Cactus, uh, to 32 ounce double. Yo, we got to get them as a sponsor what, now. What flavor? I like that. It's just regular. Just regular, man. Just just regular. Um, you get a little salt in the rim or no? Obviously not. You got the lid on. I, I Yeah, if I was drinking it there, I, I, I get a little salt. I get a little salt. Don't yeah. do sugar, though. Yeah. That's good stuff right there. Man, it I'm looks really good. Um, I like Jordan Hawkins out of Connecticut. Made another tweet today. It's Ray Allen. Um, do you worry? Schmidt actually had a good question. Did you do you worry about his um, defensive ability? Yeah. Why? Because I'm, I mean, I'm I'm indifferent with it. I am. <clears throat> I I worry about the Pelicans aren't a great defensive team. We don't. You don't have interior help really. Um, Herb is. The eraser of a lot of things. Herb can't guard everybody, though. I'm gonna say this: I'm I'm a little bit less concerned because I just saw the Denver Nuggets win a national. I mean, win the win the NBA championship. So I really kind of am at this point in my life feeling like defense is a lie. And I mean, I, I think that they schemes. You're, they, you're, you're they, hitting my point, bro. They played and they. I saw Denver play defense in spurts. They locked in in spurts. They stepped up in spurts. You, I, bro, the glue guys, man. Bruce Brown is important. Like he's a he's a guy. Hold on, I'm tired of people sitting on Bruce Brown. This dude's a five star athlete coming out of high school. Like Bruce Brown is nothing to sneeze at. He was the man in Miami. Like it, this this is this is not a guy who is like lucky to meet him yet. Bruce Brown is a, is a hooper. Um, but to answer your question a little bit, but not much, not really. The, Damn, I just I think about the Heat. I, I was talking to some guy today on Twitter, and he's like, "Well, Jordan Hawkins was just turning into Duncan Robinson." And I'm like, "Guys, no, shut up, no." I'm like, guys, no. I'm like Duncan Robinson, carry like I'm I'm sorry, didn't carry that team was a major contributor on a Finals team. I'm not. He I'm shot 44 percent in the postseason because Spolstra and the Heat made it a point that when he was in the game. We were gonna scheme it to where we put him either in the corner, he give me like weak side help, he's not on the ball a lot, or we'll go zone. All he has to do is box out and get rebounds. That's what coaching can do, putting players in the right position. Because guess what? When that dude was on the offensive end, he was everyone had to know where 55 was. Because that dude can shoot the shit out the ball. That's what Jordan Hawkins can do. Am I saying Jordan Hawkins is the next is Duncan Robinson? No. But what I'm saying is that he has a skill set in which this team needs in shooting. And I know a lot of people like, don't draft needs, don't draft specialized, but you got to win regular season games to get to the playoffs. You need offense in the regular season. The postseason is all about defense and adjustments and schemes. The regular season is all about offense. How many games in the postseason leader did the team score 130 points, 125, 130 points? Probably not a lot. I don't not yeah. In the regular season, you see it nightly. Yeah. 120s, high 110s. You didn't really say that in the postseason. It's all about schemes and defenses. Listen, Jordan Hart, let me let me look look at the difference a year can make for a basketball player. Jordan Hawkins 21, the 21 season going into the 22 season. He got 14 minutes a game and he put up five points a game. Mm-hmm. Right. The very next season he gets 29 minutes. He's averaging 16. He he shot 38 from three. He he increased rebounding. He increased assists. He went up in block steals. Like he's 21 years old. Um he played two years at UConn or three? Two. He I'll tell you what, man, that postseason run by him was special, man. Every 12, time he needed a 24, 20, 13, 16. 16 in the national championship game. 16 in the net. And he hit the dagger, too. Coming off a double staggered screen. So, Borrego would make him... I mean, it's hard to teach, Lito. With a lot of people, it's easy to catch and shoot. It's hard to run around, catch movement, shoot. And he do that already. And he does that at an elite level. 
He knew that already. He got that. He he come into the NBA with that. So that's why I'm like, I, I hate like I don't like when people are like, well, defensively, he's not that good. Who fucking cares? I don't care about defense anymore. You gotta outscore him. Like, like you gotta win regular season games or he gets the postseason. That's I changed my whole philosophy. The number niggas have made me change my whole philosophy defensively. I don't care about I do not care about offense. I mean defense. Stop me. Make me stop me. Stop me from scoring. Because like Duncan Robinson played major minutes and he did. was unplayable in the regular season. Let me say this though about him. He gives supreme effort defensively. Doesn't have the tools, Guess doesn't what? have you the size. Have any talent to give extreme effort. You need none. He gives it, he gives extreme effort. He doesn't have the talent, doesn't have the size, but he fights. I seen Duncan fight. So, you know, shout out to him. That's that's literally Jordan Huggins at 6'5", 195. If he just gives effort, he'll be fine. That's all I'm saying. Someone said Derek Lively. I don't... I, mean, I, I think don't, Derek Lively is an interesting prospect, but uh, I, I, I don't... Prospect. Yo, listen. Make it, again, I'm going to keep saying this. I know they, they open shots in the gym, but shoot, making 20 straight threes is... Lito, come on. You're too smart for this, man. I mean, Jackson Hayes did the same thing, too. I've never seen him make 20. I've never seen Jackson Hayes make 20. Never never seen it. Never seen Jackson Hayes make 20 in the practice. Never seen him make 20 in the workout. I don't even see Jackson Hayes shooting threes in workouts. I'm just saying, like... (laughs) Derek Lavi is better than him right now. It's all, it's you know Jackson right. Hayes is gonna be a monster in like five years. You know that, right? Yeah, do you he's gonna be playing that? for the. Uh, no, he's not. not. Do that. He's Don't he's do a that. he's gonna be playing probably for the Knicks or some shit like that. He's gonna figure it out. I just know it. I, I I don't doubt that. I just I don't think that he had the room to figure it out here. God, that was a horrific, bro. That might be a horrific draft class for Zion or for Griffin, if you think about it. Zion, Nah, and Jax. See, but see, Nah has quietly turned into. Oh, I don't care what he's done after. Hold up, that does not matter to me. What matters is what did Nah do when he was drafted in here, and what did Jackson Hayes do when he was drafted in here, and what did Zion do when he was drafted? He tried. He tried. He tried. Who tried? No, no, tried. No, no, that's awesome. He had flashes. He had he had a thirty point game. We thought he was. <laughs> we thought that was it. We he was giving he it to was... Paul George that game too. Didn't he drop another thirty burger on the Clippers? Yeah. Twice. Yeah, yeah, twice, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, Nah figured it out on another team, which seems to be a problem. Effort. He gave effort. He, I think he always gave effort though. Yeah, uh, he, he did. He, he always gave effort here. He was just not so, a great decision maker. Um, no, nah, he 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 he, he, he over. He made things very difficult for himself. I thought we put a lot of pressure on him too. Like, hey, you gotta be this guy. Yeah, we did for sure. Yeah, he, he. he, I don't know. All I know is you saying all that about none, but Jackson Hayes ain't. What? Jackson Hayes? What? Jackson Hayes is uh he first of all he's gonna be on the Pelicans next year, this season. People are gonna flip. It's gonna be hilarious. I mean, People are gonna flip. I don't know why. I mean, he'd probably go come back for a reasonable, reasonable amount of money. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just need some news to break, man. This is. I don't have a lot of feedback. <sighs> you got anything else? Um, Velvet Cactus. <laughs> Happy Father's nah, Day. No, nah, nah, I don't got nothing else. Um, I, I, I look forward to seeing Zion Williamson play basketball. I look so, forward to Brandon being the most valuable player in FIBA basketball, take, bringing that into the, the league. I mean, bringing it to the NBA season. And Most um, valuable player in FIBA, you calling it? I mean, why not, man? Why not? If he healthy, you know what I'm saying? The last time I saw Brandon play, Brandon, in the last 30 games, it, it was it was a different Brandon Ingram. Um, so I would I would like to see him add on to that. And, and just the competitive practices that they're probably having. You know, again, we talked about this, but learning from Spo, learning from Bill Self, learning from mm-hmm. – um, I forgot the other – Mark Few. Mark Few. And, yeah, Spo and then Kerr. You know, 
still sharper still. He him going against Ant. You did it again. It's iron sharp. No, it's still sharp and still. You tried you confused me last time. No, it's iron sharpens iron. I it's Google got it. to be that. What? Google it. I'm about to Google it. It's not steel. I think it's steel. <laughs> iron sharpens. Yeah, iron sharpens iron, meaning. And I Google Where did you hear steel? Iron sharpened iron, from a practical standpoint, means there is a tremendous benefit to rubbing blades together, forging, making the edges sharper and efficient. Justin, Proverbs 27, 17. You use steel to sharpen steel, and one friend sharpens <laughs> no, God. Iron sharpens bro, iron. God gave you the word in the Bible. You're telling you're you're telling me you're telling me that that this this is in the, it's in the Bible. I, I'm I'm right. I'm sorry. It's I'm, Hey, I gotta I gotta know this. Like, drop it in the comments if y'all get this far in the video. Make sure y'all is it iron sharpens iron or is it steel sharpens steel? I've never heard of steel sharpens steel. You've never heard of steel sharpens steel. <laughs> As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Present strengths it. Strength. We always know we gotta go through the integrity of iron and steel. What's the difference? Never mind. I don't. Either way, the phrase "iron sharpens iron" from Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen highlights an important truth. Iron sharpens iron. That's Brandon. <laughs> this thing got out of control. Shout out Velvet Cactus. Midway Pizza had Z's Pizza yesterday. It was actually pretty good. I'm sorry, um, yeah, Midway Pizza. Like, comment, subscribe. I think it's Iron Sharpens Iron. We'll see y'all. Uh, we are going live from the Rusty Nail Thursday night. Uh, and then we'll probably have a podcast previewing the NBA draft round Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, Schmidt came out with an awesome Substack. Uh, video uh, and Substack video on the latest on Scoot Henderson's rumors. And make sure you check out everything else. By the way, we've already congratulated about the juvenile thing, Lido, but another incredible article by you. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate it. That was absolutely fantastic. Um, phone up, phone up, phone up on 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 Boo Crew's website. So yeah, just retweet again. Shout out to you, man. Uh, you. Happy Father's Day. Like, comment, subscribe. We'll see y'all soon.